Hi, I'm Dr. Amy French at Delta College's History Department. Today's moment in time takes us to the frontier settlement of Saginaw City on the morning of June 10, 1837. The newest issue of the Saginaw Journal has just appeared. It was the region's first newspaper. The press on which it was printed had been brought to the community the year before by town promoter and developer Norman Little. It claimed to be the first in the region. The paper's four pages provide a unique window into a vanished time. Rather than news, the front page featured a collection of poems and writings about travel, art, and literature. Much of the first column was devoted to a somber poem titled The Dying Boy, a poignant reminder of the prevalence of childhood mortality in the early 19th century. The following pages were devoted to world and U.S. news. Although the publication's masthead proclaimed that it was the morning edition for June 10th, almost all of the articles had been copied from other papers and reinforced the fact that this community of less than 1,000 people was largely cut off from the outside world. News and supplies had to be delivered by someone arriving overland on the rough trail leading from Detroit to Mackinac or by steamship. Several articles on slavery were chilling reminders that bondage was still very real in the United States in 1837. One especially distressing piece reported on a ship transporting slaves from Africa to New Orleans, whom the paper called immigrants. Another article recorded a meeting of the American Anti-Slavery Society and ended by commenting that although some goodwill came of the organization's work, the Southern people are so opposed to the movements of the society that very little direct benefit to slaves can be expected from it. Throughout the publication, there were hints that the U.S. economy was troubled. The wisdom of hindsight allows us to understand that this would become a depression that would last for over seven years and severely impact Saginaw City. When this paper was published, Michigan had only been a state for about six months. A reprint of an item from the Monroe Times congratulated Michigan's Governor Mason on his securing a loan of $5 million for internal improvements. One of the projects this money would fund was an unsuccessful attempt to dig a canal to connect Saginaw County's Bad River with the Maple River in Gresham County. The paper's advertising provides a revealing and intimate portrait of Saginaw City in 1837 and also reinforces the idea that this newspaper was printed to circulate well beyond the community. It was meant to promote and advertise the city and attract both settlers and investors to Saginaw, a town that was, in reality, little more than a plan on paper. One announcement noted that the steamboat, Governor Marcy, had started making regular trips between Detroit and Saginaw. The announcement noted that strict and unremitting attention would be paid to emigrants traveling on this boat. Advertising for the goods and services hinted at the needs of settlers on the frontier. Window glass, guns, boots, household goods, and blacksmithing. There were want ads for ditch diggers, tree choppers, and men to grub fields. Announcements for a decorative painter, a furniture factory, and a merchant that carried ladies' fur-lined rubber boots are surprising and give hints to life in this frontier outpost. Although the masthead notes that the June 10, 1837 edition was the 19th issue of Volume 1, it is the only copy known to have survived. Although most accounts indicate that it was printed for about two years, we don't know the exact date the paper stopped. However, publication was ended by the National Depression that halted development in Saginaw City for a decade. During its brief run, the Saginaw Journal was printed every Saturday in a subscription cost of $2.50 in advance, or $3 if not paid within the year. Those who procured five subscribers were entitled to a six-copy gratis. This story of our community was brought to you by the staff of the Castle Museum of Saginaw County History in collaboration with Delta College's History Department. <laughs>